This is an AMI podcast. I'm Kelly McDonald. I'm Ramia Amadin, and this is Kelly and Ramia. the pulse folks this saturday and sunday at 2 p.m eastern 11 a.m pacific time on ami audio this week joita speaks to andrew leland about his book the country of the blind this is getting a lot of press a lot of talk about it ladies and gentlemen uh, this is a memoir at the end of sight is what is kind of built in the subtitle that's the pulse this saturday and sunday at 2 p.m eastern time 11 a.m pacific time over on ami audio also available on your favorite podcast platform and catch it on youtube as well kelly mcdonald settle in here for this edition of kelly and rumya with grant hardy let's get into our bi-weekly entertainment talk now with corinne van dusen Hi, I'm Corinne Van Dusen. Join me as we dive into the latest entertainment stories from music, television, and movies here with Kelly and Ramya. Well, Corinne, it was the big Super Bowl weekend, and that means there is a lot to talk about, which is why it's fantastic to have you on the program today. And let's just kick things right off by talking about movie trailers. Apparently, they uh, dominated... Super Bowl commercials. Yes, uh, there is hope for the future of cinema with the amount of movies that are coming out this year. Uh, just before we get started, there is no football talk. And if Ramya was here, she'd be happy to know no Taylor Swift talk within <laughs> this report. I, so, I thought Ramya um, was more of a Taylor Swift fan than that. Maybe it goes well, up and it, down. <laughs> it's a I'm the Swifty here, and I've the last I don't know how many reports I've done has had a Taylor Swift story. So I'm not going to make thought, up a number. We'll I almost a said 17 just for fun, but I thought no, no, it hasn't been that. It's at least 15. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, there were around 12 trailers played. So um, if you don't watch the Super Bowl for the um, football. Or the halftime show, you watch it for the commercials. And there was the strike, uh, the actor strike and the writer strike. So a lot of stuff was pushed back, which means we're getting a lot, a lot of good stuff. Why don't we talk about three, highlight three of them. First one is Wicked Part One. So this is starring Ariana Grande and Cynthia Erivo, Jeff Goldblum, Michelle Yao. Like it's got a star-studded cast. It's directed by John M. Chu. A little bit about it. It's in an alternate look at the land of Oz. And the true heroine is wrongfully cast as the Wicked Witch and actually turns out to be a freedom fighter who battles against the wizard for her homeland. I feel like this movie has been being filmed for years because it was supposed to come out uh, pre-pandemic. So, Mm. but everything was pushed back. Uh, Second one, Deadpool versus Wolverine. If you're a huge Mm -hmm. uh, fan of Ryan Reynolds, you're going to be excited about this because, you know, Ryan Reynolds and Hugh Jackman have kind of a fake feud Deadpool has a fake feud going on with Wolverine, so getting them together in a movie is pretty exciting. They team up Ooh, uh, in an epi- epic multiverse story that jumps from the Fox oh. universe to Disney's Marvel Cinema, all while maintaining Deadpool's signature naughty and meta humor. So not for the kids. It is, gotcha. it is definitely <laughs> a rated R. Um, and the last one I wanted to bring up is If, another Ryan Reynolds thing, 
If it's about a girl who discovers that she can see everyone's imaginary friends and what she does with that superpower as she embarks on the magical adventure to reconnect forgotten ifs, so imaginary friends, IF, with their kids. And again, it's directed by John Krasinski of The Office, and he also is like a pretty pretty well-known director right now. Ryan Reynolds is in it, and you got Steve Carell, uh, Phoebe Waller-Bridge, um, and a lot of other people there. So these movies are all coming out. Um, well, Wicked comes out in November, Deadpool in July, and this one in May. So we've got a taste for them, but you gotta wait still. Really cool, so actually. cool. Yeah, cool to know that there's so there's still so many creative ideas kind of flowing, you know? Like these are all pretty unique movies, so that's that's going to be great. Great movies. Yes, for definitely. The 2024. Uh all right, animation is going to be big again this year too. Can we talk about what's coming out along those lines? Yep, along with If, uh that's half actors half animation. You got Despicable Me 4, Kung Fu Panda 4, and Inside Out two so a lot of uh continuing series in the uh animation field there all right corinne if you want to highlight anything that you are particularly excited about yep it's wicked wicked part one uh i'm going to see the musical again it's in toronto this summer so I will be seeing that, which is what the movie is based on. And like I said before, it feels like this movie's been filming forever because, again, a lot of stuff got stopped, pandemic, and then writer strike. And this is one of the ones that was unfortunately stopped between the two. Not quite sure why they made it part one and part two. It kind of kind of fits together really nicely as one movie, but that's kind of what uh, Hollywood is doing these days. So that is the one that I am excited for. Okay, some great stuff. Boy, really wonderful. That, that It makes you smile. I, that if movie does sound kind of cool. What I like is Ryan Reynolds. Just, wow, he's just exploding. And doing so much back here in Canada is so wonderful when you put on the news. And there, Ryan Reynolds was in, and it's it's just his support is wonderful. Um, I think we need to say, especially with it being Valentine's Day, congratulations to Usher, who got married after the Super Bowl on Sunday, his halftime show. Let's spend a bit of time there. And I, I'm sorry I missed your hit a couple of weeks ago because I kept being so puzzled by how much we were speaking of Taylor Swift. How must Usher feel when nobody was talking about what they <laughs> used to, the commercials and the halftime show, Corinne? Oh, poor Usher. I think he'll be okay. <laughs> <laughs> says says the taylor swift fan yeah well uh, he put on a great show you know he he has 13 years of music and they said how are you gonna fit that into 13 minutes and he yeah. was like just watch me um there was big bets going on about what song was he was gonna open the show with everyone thought it was gonna be yeah nope sorry it was caught up so yeah. and yeah. so if you bet money on that, eh, you lost. He closed the show with yeah, because that's one of his biggest hits. He had uh people on the stage with him. It was uh pretty great. So the special guests, should you want to know, um, are Alicia Keys. She came out uh-huh. first, sat behind a piano, and uh, she played If I Ain't Got You, and then Usher came out because he had a few costume changes and they sang their duet, My Boo. Next, Jermaine Dupree got on the mic and he introduced the song Confessions. Her, uh, who entered with Prince-like dominance. She played a guitar solo to Let It Burn. Will mm. I Am was there. And then Little John and Ludacris. 
They came out for Turn Down to What, and yeah, and that closed off the set, and it was amazing. Yeah. Yeah, I, I again, there's so much there you're telling, and I'm like, oh, really? Oh, that, because it just goes, it comes, but it settled back in in the music, and I think Caught Up was an amazing first choice. I One of my favorite Usher songs, and I, I like that, went to start with that, I was, I was really bopping. Um, what did the show look like? I, I know we mentioned who came out and everything, but I understand there was, like, some skating involved, or the look of it. Yep, there was lots of stuff. It opened with Cirque du Soleil, acrobats dancers there was choreography there was a whole roller skating bit so and even wow. usher went for a costume change put on some roller skates and you know skated around with everyone else and that was really cool so a lot of stuff going on they also had a full marching band the whole time so you have your usher's band and then this marching band playing along with everything yeah. which was pretty amazing there they i read that um a lot of it was a sneak peek into his vegas residency because he mm -hmm. uh, usher is going to be having one of those so it'll be exciting to see if the if they expand the roller skating bit wow that's amazing because you think about that i was as you were describing i'm thinking holy cow that's a lot of stuff there but if the residency you know starting you're going to bring a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff is already prepared for the look of it. Why not give us that sneak preview that way? Have you seen, where does this rank? Have you seen this kind of detail, this kind of you know, background, so many people involved before? Can you think of one of these shows? Yep. You got Beyonce. She was the one that mm -hmm. covered the whole field with people. Lady Gaga did it as well. Um, it was a, Interesting comparison because last year Rihanna played the Super Bowl and she came out, she announced her pregnancy and everyone said, well, that was kind of a boring show. She <sighs> came down from the rafters on a floating, you know, platform <laughs> and then had all these dancers around her. Rihanna, it, not known for high, high energy dancing on her own. Right. Uh, uh, so she put on a Rihanna show. And then this time people were saying, oh, it's too busy. There was too much stuff going on. And, yeah, you know, I couldn't yeah. follow. And I was like. Nothing. Some yeah, people guess, just aren't happy with anything, right? Yeah, that's it. When you're a celebrity, you are going to be criticized no matter what you do or don't do. And I guess part of it is developing a thick skin, but I would imagine it would still sting a little bit. Or maybe I'm just mm. overly sensitive. <laughs> uh, so we have Beyonce who attended the show but didn't actually perform, but she did announce uh, some new music. Can you tell us about quote-unquote, the Queen Bee, and uh, what she announced. Well, it was a Verizon commercial. That's how she announced the new project uh, that aired during the Super Bowl with Beyonce, where she's trying to break the internet. So you see iconic um, Beyonce moments. So you see her from Lemonade when she's, she's at a lemonade stand with the yellow dress that she wore. She's gaming. She's doing all this different stuff, and she's trying to, and she can't break the internet. But then at the end, she says, they ready, drop the new music. And that was a bombshell. No, Like people thought the new music was coming, but this is, you know, Queen Bee herself saying, you're ready. I'm going to give you this new music. Huh, interesting. What, uh, what are the two new songs she announced? Uh, well, it's a country album, and it comes to the surprise to some, but Beyonce did give a big hint when she wore western gear including a cowboy hat to the grammys not too mm. long ago so it's a western album the texas hold'em 
and 16 cartridges. So Texas Hold'em, they're calling like an upbeat Western stomp and like, you know, fun temple country. And then 16 cartridges, uh, 16 carriages, sorry, 16 carriages, added Mm. a T in there, my bad, um, is uh, a soulful, soulful, slow burn. So it says she kind of put the Texas Hold'em as like the up-tempo stomp your feet and then 16 carriages... There we go. As the slow song to sway to. Gotcha. Now this album is being called Renaissance Act Two, which I don't think we know if that's the official title. Hmm, interesting. Uh, but can you tell us more about uh, the album, the, the whole thing with the title, what's going on there, and when it's expected to come out? Well, the reason they think that it's going to be called Act Two, and they, I mean, you know, the collective Beehive and everyone else, there was a cryptic Instagram video and it had like country images on it and it had, and it was teasing Act Two and then it said March 29. So the reason uh, Renaissance Act Two is on the minds of people is because her 2022 album is called Renaissance Act One. So they're uh, thinking that's going to move over to this because she's in her renaissance period. And uh, I believe there's going to be three. Don't quote me on that. I'm just hoping. But, you know, we got to <laughs> listen to the uh, the country album that Beyonce is going to grace us with. We got a uh, l- really quick. Tell us how how she visualized breaking the Internet in that commercial. Uh, she was in her um, iconic different um, costumes. So as I said, she was at the lemonade stand with the baseball bat. If you know the the video for lemonade, that's what she was wearing. And then she is gaming in one of them. So she's sitting at a, a desk and like playing a video game against people. Uh, she's in space saying like, oh, you know, the first uh, solo woman to go in space. And, you know, did this break the Internet? And she she God, can't break God, it. God. So those are the scenes that were in it. <laughs> OK, awesome. <laughs> Trying to imagine how that's visually put together, but I guess you have to just you have to just be there and watch it. Uh, Corinne, thank you so much for coming on uh, and catching us up on the Super Bowl. Thank you again. No football, no Taylor Swift. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right, maybe next time on our biweekly entertainment talk with Corinne, which you can catch opposite of Greg David's TV talk right here on the show. All right. We have a lot more ahead on the show, as Grant mentioned here. We've got the buzz ahead for you. Beth Deer brings us yet another animal story. Uh, this one is about a bit swell donkey. It's lonely after the death of a goat best friend. There's a combo for you. Well, we'll kick that conversation off right after this. Keep it here for more of Kelly and Ramya on AMI-tv. Join me every couple weeks for the Outdoors with Lawrence Gunther podcast, where we learn about outdoor tech and tips. Plus, we look at news affecting the environment. AMI's Outdoors with Lawrence Gunther is available from your favorite podcast provider.